I wonder if anybody's ready for the word today. Hallelujah. We had a great uh, Good Friday service. Uh, it was just a very powerful, powerful time. I've had a number of people tell me it was one of the best Good Friday services they've ever attended. But you know what? That was Friday. But today is Sunday. Three days later, I'm so thankful that our Savior didn't stay in the tomb. Our God is alive. Amen? Every other religion whose great rabbi, if you will, or great teacher died is still in the grave and did not rise. But our Lord and Savior is not in the grave. He's alive and well. Amen. Give the Lord a praise. That's what we celebrate today. And I want to deliver a message to you. I don't know why I've never titled a message this, but I'm just titling this message, It's Sunday. Maybe next week I'll title the message, It's Sunday Again. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you just for a few minutes about the resurrection. If you turn your Bibles with me to the 24th chapter of Luke, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Luke chapter 24, and let's just read the story. And then we're going to get into the meat of the word today. Starting with verse 1, it says, But on the first day of the week at early dawn, they came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men suddenly stood near them in dazzling clothing. And as the women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living one among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. Amen. Remember how he spoke to you while he was still in Galilee, saying that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful people and be crucified and on the third day rise again? And they remembered his words. They returned from the tomb and reported all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Wow, what a great, great passage of Scripture in our Bible. Praise God. I get the distinct honor this morning of sharing the sermon with one of the greatest preachers of all time. You may have heard his name before. His name is S.M. Lockridge. If you don't know his actual name, believe it or not, his name is Shadrach Meshach Lockridge. Uh, I, you know, Jonathan earlier, he said, well, is that a true story? I said, yeah, absolutely, it's a true story. He said, man, his parents were serious about his destiny. <laughs> For sure. Those of you who don't recognize the name, you may recognize uh, a, a, an excerpt of one of, at least one of his messages uh, many years ago uh, called, um, That's My King. How many of you have ever seen that video called, That's My King? Uh, well, he was the, uh, just a renowned preacher who was the pastor of Calvary Baptist Church in San Diego from 1953 to 1993, and he's probably most well known for that particular message. He's probably, uh, he's probably one of the greatest preachers, really, of all time, and it, this message about, or this video from uh, That's My King it has, a portion of that has been used at one time or another by every preacher worth their weight and salt because it's so profound and so powerful. But he has another greatly known message that's entitled, 
it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. I had never actually seen that particular video until this week, and I, I knew about the, uh, um, that's my king. And so when I saw this video, I went, okay, me and Brother Lockridge are going to share the pulpit this morning. And so let's take a moment and check out this video called, It's Friday, but Sunday's coming. It's Friday. Jesus is praying. Peter is asleep. Judas is betraying. But Sunday's coming. It's Friday. Pilate's struggling. The council is conspiring. The crowd is vilifying. They don't even know that Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The disciples are running like sheep without a shepherd. Mary's crying. Peter is denying. But they don't know that Sundays are coming. It's Friday. The Romans beat my Jesus. They robe him in scar. They crown him with thorns. But they don't know that Sundays come. It's Friday. See Jesus walking to Calvary. His blood dripping. His body stumbling. And his spirit's burden. But you see, it's only Friday. Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The world's winning. People are sinning. And evil's grinning. It's Friday. The soldiers nailed my Savior's hands to the cross. They nailed my Savior's feet to the cross and then they raised him up next to criminals it's Friday but let me tell you something Sunday's coming it's Friday the disciples are questioning what has happened to their king and the Pharisees are celebrating that their scheming has been achieved but they don't know it's only Friday. Sunday's coming. It's Friday. He's hanging on the cross, feeling forsaken by his father, left alone and dying. Can nobody save him? Oh, it's Friday. But Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The earth trembles, the sky grows dark, my king yields his spirit. It's Friday, hope is lost, death has won, sin has conquered, and Satan's just a laughing. It's Friday, Jesus is buried. A soldier stands guard, and a rock is rolled into place. But it's Friday. It is only Friday. Sunday is a coming. 
Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. It was Friday that Jesus was on the cross, but today is Sunday. Today is Easter Sunday. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Give the Lord a praise in the house of God. Amen. Friday was a horrible day. It was a violent day. It was a sad moment in the history of mankind when Jesus uttered those words, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Hell was rejoicing. Satan was doing a victory dance thinking he had won because, after all, the Son of Man, the Son of God was dead. But as our brother just said, it was only Friday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Amen. Jesus was buried in a stone-cold tomb. A great stone was rolled in front of that entrance, but God sent a mighty angel down to earth to push that stone away. The power of God's resurrecting life surged through that tomb, and life came in, and Jesus got up off that stone-cold slab and walked out of that entrance to the risen Savior. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. On Friday, he died, the silent Lamb of God. But on Sunday, he walked out of that tomb, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, with a shout throughout all of heaven. Amen. He uh, humiliated Satan. He put him on the run. He overpowered death. Uh, he conquered the grave. He made sin and Satan and all of hell tremble and drop to a knee at the mere net mention of his name. Everyone will confess that Jesus is Lord and every knee will bow and confess Jesus is the risen Savior. Satan and all of hell were on their heels. They didn't know what to do. It may have been Friday, the day they were celebrating, but now it's Sunday, praise God. That's why we celebrate. He who was and is and is to come is alive. Amen. Praise God. Three days earlier it was Friday, but today it's Resurrection Sunday. We have a reason to celebrate. He defeated hell, and he also at the same time defeated every strategy that Satan would have against you. He defeated and conquered and outwitted every strategy that all of hell would ever have against your family and everyone that you love. He's, he's taken away all of your sins. He's put on you the righteousness of God, amen. He's made you whiter than snow. He's announced that you are completely and utterly forgiven. What a beautiful, beautiful story that we get from the resurrection. He's given you a robe of righteousness, and he's proclaimed that you are sons and you are daughters of the most high God. Give the Lord a praise. Yeah. Now, Calvary, that moment at the cross was just a temporary victory for Satan. It was just a momentary triumph for hell. That's all it was. But God showed up. Everybody say, but God showed up. Oh, God will show up at the most opportune moments in your life if you'll just be responsive to him. But God showed up in that setting, and, and when he did, all of heaven began to rejoice. All of heaven began to rejoice, and all of hell, 
I believe, began to tremble and began to quake. And especially when they heard all of heaven begin to sing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. There was a shout of glory throughout the halls of heaven. Amen. Praise God. I can just see it. Satan trembling, all of hell hunkering down and trying to find their panic room. <laughs> and I can just imagine the, they could hear coming from the halls of heaven this increasing volume, this sound, this great holy roar of the angels as they began to sing, worthy, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and glory and riches and wisdom and might and honor and blessing. And, they, and I know that that sound rang through all the corridors of hell. Amen? Yes. Satan was defeated. I believe that all throughout the universe, heaven could be heard. And throughout the chambers and caverns of hell, heaven could be heard as angels began to cry out to him who sits on the throne and the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and dominion forever and ever. I wish somebody would give the Lord a praise in the house of God this morning. As I said, Satan's victory was just temporary. Just a brief moment. They weren't, they weren't able to do the two-step in their happy dance. They had to do a dance called the one-step. That's all they got. It was temporary. It was momentary. But it came to an abrupt end. And it came to an abrupt end because somebody showed up. The risen Savior crashed their party, took back the keys of sin, hell, and death in the grave. Amen. And friends, Friday was over, and Sunday Jesus showed up, the conquering King of kings and the victorious Lord of lords. Would you give him a shout in the house of God today? That's who we serve, and that's what today is all about. Friday, it was a horrible day. It was a violent day. It was, by all rights in the scheme of things, a sad day. But its result did not end there because three days later, Jesus came up out of the grave, and I'm so grateful for that this morning. Now, we started this message with some words by S.M. Lockridge, a very small excerpt from his sermon entitled, It's Friday, But Sunday is Coming. We're going to let him close today's message by that excerpt called, That's My King. And so let's take a look at that video now, shall we? The Bible says my king is the king of the Jews. He's the king of Israel. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of the ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. I wonder do you know him. My king is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's imperially powerful. He's impartial. 
utterly merciful. Do you know him? He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He is the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the fundamental doctrine of true theology. He's the only one qualified to be an all-sufficient savior. I wonder if you know him today. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleans the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captive. He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent. And he purifies the meek. I wonder if you know him. He's a key to knowledge. He's a wellspring of wisdom. He's a doorway of deliverance. He's a pathway of peace. He's a roadway of righteousness. He's a highway of holiness. He's a gateway of glory. Do you know him? Well, his life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous. And his yoke is easy. And his burden is lighter. wish I could preach like that. Woo! Well, praise God for S.M. Lockridge. What a jewel, those two momentary uh, parts of his two sermons are to the body of Christ. Amen. And honestly, there's nothing more that can be said in relationship to this. I'd like to send you out blessed today for a fantastic Resurrection Sunday, for a happy Easter celebration with your family. But before I do, I'd like to give you an opportunity to set your hearts right with God today. Would you bow your heads with me this morning? Is there, if there's anyone at all that needs to accept Jesus Christ into your life, just slip your hand up and then put it right back down. Just slip your hand up and put it right back down. If there's anyone at all it says, Pastor Rick, would you pray for me today? I want to make heaven my home. If there's anyone today that says, I need to make a recommitment to God. Oh, God bless you, dear. I see your hand. You can put it down. Is there anyone else that would join this one and say, 
I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I've been wandering. I've been going the wrong direction. But today, I want to I return to my King, to my Jesus, and I want to restore that relationship. Is there anyone at all, else, anybody else that says, pray for me, Pastor? God bless you, dear. God bless you. God bless you, sir. You may put your hand down. Thank you. Three people are saying, preacher, pray for me. I want to restore my relationship with the Lord. I want to say to you that it isn't about me specifically praying for you, and it isn't about me shaking your hand. It, even, it, it isn't even about you coming necessarily to the front. It's about you and God, your heart with the heart of the Savior, with you saying with, your, with all the intent of your heart, Lord, I want to serve you, and I want to serve you better, and I want to serve you more. I want to thank you, Lord, that you forgave me of my sins. I want to thank you, Lord, that you cleansed me of all my sins, all my past sins, all my present sins, and all my future sins. I want to thank you that you've given me the blessed gift of eternal life. I want to thank you that you love me when I was the most unlovable. I want to thank you, Lord, that you accept me when I was the most unacceptable. I want to thank you, Lord, for receiving me even when I was rejecting you. Thank you, Lord. And I'm praying for you today. And Lord, I commit today to serve you and to live my life for you. And, but I need your help, Lord, because I, I don't know how to do it on my own. And I, I want you to hold me up, sweet Jesus. I, I need your help, Lord. And I thank you. Father, I thank you today for these three. I pray that this prayer that I just prayed would be their prayer, what they would say. And may they receive that today. And I pray, Lord God, that they will experience your embrace that they will experience your love, that they will experience your resurrecting power in, them, in their lives today, Lord. And when they walk out of this place, Lord Jesus, they'll be, they'll be different. They won't be the same as when they came in. And may it be a forever road of victory and pathway of righteousness. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Stand with me, please. I want to dismiss you. Yes, this is a shorter service. That's by intent. When you bookend your message with two pieces of messages from that guy, uh, S.M. Lockridge, you need not say too much yourself. Amen. <laughs> I speak blessings upon you. I pray that the Lord's peace go with you today, that he make you strong and that you experience his goodness in your life. May his uh, face shine upon you. His, his eyes go before you. May you be able to see his footprints in the sand so that you can step into daddy's footprints. I pray that you have a blessed, blessed resurrection celebration, Easter celebration in your home with your family. I call you blessed. Go in peace, and we'll see you again this next week. God bless you.